you said yesterday mm-hmm. that you were going to have a TV free day or a YouTube free day, I should say. Let me be let me be more specific. And then I got a text from you, and I don't know, say three was it? Maybe three. Two fifty. It's two fifty. Two fifty. Yep. And it was. Uh, I'm done with all my stuff now. What? Well, listen. Do? Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I had. Let me first say I had a very productive day yesterday. Right? Okay. We did our show. Show ended. I had a list of things that I was going to get done after, just things that you had to get done, blah, 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 whatever it is. I texted you at 2.50, and I was like, bro, really good day. (laughs) Getting a lot of stuff done. Uh, That one's out of the way. This one's out of the way. It's 2.50. What do I do now? (laughs) For you, you could have gone to have dinner. (laughs) I, uh, I um, I ended up watching YouTube. I ended up using YouTube, so let's of course you did. Let's not lie to each other. But okay. it wasn't like it wasn't like the day before where, like, I wasn't going into crazy worlds. I was watching some Conan O'Brien. I was watching some funny stuff with Kevin Hart. I was watching things that are incredibly incredibly boring for others that I find interesting. I was doing so, that so kind of stuff. I, okay, I, I, yep. I know Conan. I yep. know Kevin Hart. I know what that very entertaining, like. fantastic. Sure. Yep. Sure. I need to know what the things that you think the rest of us would find boring that you were doing. These are the parts that I'm the most interested I in. Get, I get a lot of my news. There's a, a show called Breaking Points, and they're really, really good. And there's just they're two people. They built their own channel. They've just done a fantastic job. They hit everything from, like, economy stuff, world stuff. So I get a lot of my news from there. Okay. And then the other one that I was watching – I watch. I, I like watching some real estate stuff, not the hundred and five thousand square foot stuff, but the <laughs> other stuff that might apply more to. I was going to say something that you may be able to take some action yeah. on at some point yeah. in your life, right? Not not the, the was it the one or the what was it called? Is that that's what the it's one called, right? The yeah, one? it was called the one. Still available? Did you get the, Did you get a bid in on it? Did you? Well, see I was down at the city. Go to one twenty six. I was a, I was in Bel Air yesterday and um, just kind of getting a feel for how things are going with the buyer that's currently there that bought it for $141 million. Just curious, right? Things still going as planned. Uh, what's his credit score look like? They probably <laughs> wouldn't even let me in Bel Air. Like, the mo- you know the sign where it says, Welcome to Bel Air? <laughs> the little, yeah, the they, gate. <laughs> there's probably somebody there that's like, eh, whoop, turn around. Whoop, whoop, yeah, yeah. What, what year is your car? Hold on. <laughs> Uh, we you you have not been authorized to enter. It's funny. A, a million years ago, is that um, a 2016? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> turn around. Yeah, turn around. Keep it I, moving. I uh, this was back shoot probably 15, 20 years ago. I had a friend, uh, still is a friend, but does doesn't come through Southern California as much as he used to. But he would come through Southern California, and he had a hookup at Bel Air Country Club. Mm-hmm. And every time he would come through, he would invite me to go play golf with him. And I would look forward. It's just a, a spectacular amazing. place. Sure. I, just, just amazing. Every single time I drove through that gate that you're talking about, I'm like, somebody's going to say something. Because <laughs> somebody, somebody's going to say something. I'm, I'm rolling through there in a beat-up Honda Accord, and I'm thinking, no, somebody There's is going to think There's Del Taco here. wrappers on your dashboard <laughs> with hot sauce. Right. Yeah, just here for – this Bel Air, right? I'm yeah. here to – and, and then pulling up to the country club and that thing and have them look at me like, you, who are, why, do you, are you, you, there's no way. Delivery's in the back, buddy. That's awesome. You're going to have to go around to the back. You're not allowed to park that thing up here. Just rolling your window down. <laughs> hey, guys. doing the whole hand movement. Don't finish that Coke from uh, 7-Eleven. That's my big gulp. Make sure that that's there when I come back. That's, uh, it was always a very weird feeling. So you're not wrong about that. I don't think either one of us would be allowed in there. Uh, so it wasn't as bad as it was the day before. I right, listen. I'm adjusting to the Lakers season eight. By the way, what the hell was that? Paul what was George. What? 
Paul George can't go tonight? I mean, well, I mean, I, look, the last time I said something about something bad happening to the Clippers right before the playoffs, it kind of spun out of control. <laughs> So I need to be a little bit, but the, I mean the Clippers I, have the I, worst I, luck in the world. Well, they, can, they, I, can, they I, really can I tell you something? Do. Can I tell you something? I, I guess I I know that the league is still testing. Like we know they are. This is not that they're not testing anymore. Yeah, maybe that's different. It's that was different in the NFL by the time you got to the end of the season, right? I want to say that the NFL and the NHL. In I, I know I think this is right. That they both basically said, look, we're going to stop testing everybody all the time. If somebody gets sick, we'll, we'll test, and we'll see whether or not they were infected with the vid. But it wasn't like every day you come through, you get the Q-tip up the nose, and we're going to do a quick test. I, I don't know what the NBA is doing. Do you know that, that you still know it's there, but you just you just stopped paying attention to it? Yeah. So when we saw Woj with the tweet, I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean surprised. he's under health and safety protocol? So, Yeah. Yeah, we, we, I want to get into that. that that's that's something that, uh, you know, because, look, they should win that game regardless. Even if Paul George yeah, isn't there, they're a better mm-hmm. team than, than New Orleans. New Orleans is 10 games under 500. Can, can we stop with that? Hey, they figured some stuff out. No, they were, they but, were but 36 let, let me, and 46. Please, stop. Uh, let me give them a little bit of credit. A lot of damage that they were able to do was since the trade deadline because they got C.J. McCollum. So yep. they are a better team than they were before McCollum was there. 10 games under 500. You, you, in, the, in the immortal words of Bill Parcells, you are what your record says you are. Not any better, not any worse. And that's uh, that's what they are. All right, so um, you got plans this weekend? I mean, you don't have Lakers stuff. There's playoff basketball. Are you going to at least go and, and, and get some non-YouTube time? You have dinner plans? Yes. What, what do you got going? Well, it's Easter weekend, so oh, we'll yeah. head down to San Diego on Sunday. Okay. Uh, do big, a little... fam- big Sliwa family celebration? Big Sliwa family get-together nice. at my sister's house, so we'll do that on Sunday. Um, tomorrow, tomorrow, actually pretty chill. Tomorrow, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to be with your boy tomorrow. I'm going to do a little uh, do a little CBS with uh, Jim Hill tomorrow. Nice. Got, uh, got a hit I'm going to do with him, and then, uh, and then honestly, do nothing after that. Just kick back, watch some, uh, watch some of these NBA playoffs. You guys going to talk a lot of baseball, I bet? You know what's funny? This show, this form of this show will be everything. So we'll do it all. So we'll talk about uh, taking Kershaw out, talk about Freddie Freeman's star. We'll talk Dodgers. Definitely hit uh, on, on Dodgers as well. By the way, I got a quick story for you. Okay. So yesterday when, after I texted you, it was 2.50 or whatever, and I'm like, <laughs> what else am I going to do for the day? Uh, Rookie and I went out to, uh, we went to, so where did you grow up exactly? Tell me exactly where you grew up. In, in Arcadia, in a in neighborhood Arcadia. that's called the Lower Rancho. It's it's immediately south of Colorado Boulevard, just west of baldwin it's when, directly behind the arboretum literally with the fence that was holding the arboretum together was about a half a block from my house so i went back out i think i've told you i've, I've gone i've done some hikes out there like altadena yeah. that area you know back there sure. there is not i have not gone up to altadena without seeing a peacock i'm not kidding Every single time. Every single time. I mean, yesterday it was one of those where uh, it was crossing the road and everybody just stopped. Everybody waits. Why did the peacock cross the road? To yep. aggravate Alan Sliwa. Everybody <laughs> waits. Everybody stops. There's a respect level from all the drivers. Uh-huh. It's like literally as if an, an old lady was crossing the street yesterday. Everybody waited properly. He got up on the curb. And then everybody's like, okay, let's continue traffic. Was it the one with the, the colorful feathers? The, yes. the male? It was a, yep. a male with the big yep. 
the okay yeah you got you got to let those go around because it's it's the it's the little brown ones that aren't super good looking you can kind of like get up near them and kind of honk your horn and scare them okay. out of the way all you right, got, relax you got to let the pretty ones treat kinda, them all the same way treat pe- them all the same way nah, okay? nah. the 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 pretty the, the peacocks right not the peahens but the peacocks they're the ones that have the beautiful feathers mm-hmm. they get to walk, strut around and, and own the place the other ones can keep it moving so jacked up bro <laughs> So I'm so offended for the little ones. Now I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one paying attention to those guys. So okay, I uh, I have nothing going this weekend other than we're gonna we're gonna go uh, have some dinner with some friends tonight that are, are moving out of town. They, same place, same spot. No, and, and, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bummed out that I'm not going to the same spot. I'm I'm not gonna get my the perfect martini that I look forward to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got that going on. A little golf down in San Diego on on Saturday, and it's come on now. It's gonna be a pretty good day. Yeah, where uh, what golf course are you going? I'd to? really rather not say. It's a little bougie, and you'll judge me for it. So I, I have look. I, I okay. Let I, me. Can let I tell me, you a good skill of mine? Can I you, throw a you, couple guesses? Sure. All right. Is it in? Is it in Rancho Santa Fe? Like that kind it, of bougie? It might be. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna get Rancho Santa Fe out of the way. Yeah, I was no. gonna. I was gonna start there and be like, okay. <laughs> Well, it's not that one, so then let's go down the list. No, it, it, yes, La it is. La Jolla, Torrey no. Pines, all that stuff. No, it's Rancho Santa Fe. It's Rancho okay. Santa Fe. Yeah, no, look, I, I am very good at curating a list of very successful friends. Like, I, 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 I'm, I don't have resources like this. but a I have not of my, helped you on that list. <laughs> no, you've, you've failed me in this yeah. regard. Yeah. But, but a number of my people have been quite successful, so I like to keep them close because, A, I liked them a great deal, and, B, we get to go do fun things together. It's very, it's very, very nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's not, uh, uh, that's not a bad little area out there. No, it's, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice neighborhood. Can I tell you something that I am incredibly excited about? No. <laughs> the Rams are going to do a tour with oh, yeah. the Lombardi right. Trophy. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to go all over the place. They're going to go as far north as Santa Barbara. They're going to be in Thousand Oaks. They they got a bunch of stops. Great in idea. The, uh, the 909. They're going to be in Pomona. They're going to be at the Riverside Convention Center, Ontario Town Square. All these dates are available, by the way, on the Rams app or the Rams.com. All the dates that you want. And they're going to go, like I said, Santa Barbara. They're going to come down here, Fashion Island. They're going to go uh, to the Nike store in East L.A. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. But the very best stop on the whole thing, they're going to San Diego, Slee. Interesting. <laughs> Isn't that great? They're going to go into the former home of the Chargers and be like, hey, uh, you guys ever seen one of these before? Because uh, I'm, we, I'm not, we, we I'm just not won one you. of these. I'm I not love it. you. I, I think San Diego will open their arms to him and be like, oh, that's pretty I do cool. Too. Awesome. Okay, Lombardi Trophy. Dean should drive the bus. <laughs> Dean should drive the bus. <laughs> Instead of paying rent for a month, he just has to be drive the, bus the bus driver down to San Diego. So where were you? Uh, I think we got lost here. Where are we? I think we're in Yuma. Dean, you went the wrong way, bro. <laughs> you went the wrong way. It, I, what I, a I, shocker. I was looking at all those places, Dad. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. Because a, you know, I've gotten to take a picture with the Stanley Cup. I've gotten to take mm-hmm. a picture with the uh, Larry O'Brien Trophy. It's really cool to see one of those championship trophies along the way. So I, I believe that when you go to one of these places, you get a chance to take a picture. All of this stuff, really, really neat. But that they're going to San Diego, where the Chargers vacated a few. Why years Why is that ago. so baller to me? It, like, I, I kind of, I, I, I really, I, really I, like that they're going down to I, San Diego. I do too. I'll, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because it is a giant, what do you think of me now, without having to oh, say yeah. a word. Without having to say one thing, just like, hey, uh, we won this trophy last season. We're, we're is that good? good? We, is that uh, good to I do that? I know you guys have never seen one down here with that team you used to have. But if you guys are looking for a football team, we're pretty good. 
You want, you want to come on board? And this is how you start to chip away at that 49er thing that we saw at SoFi Stadium, right? That by going and touring the trophy and grabbing oh. a San Diego person here or there, I loved it. I you thought keep it was doing terrific. That. You keep doing that. You kind of, you're starting to touch my soul and my heart a little bit. That's, that's, I like that strategy there. I really do. Get some fish tacos when you're down there as I, well, I, by the way. I thought that you would want to take it to Dean Spanos' office and just kind of say, hey, uh, Dean, you ever ever seen one of these? This is uh, We're going to go down to San Diego. I thought you might Dean, we're going to keep this in your training facility for the next week. We'll, just, <laughs> we'll keep it here. We'll keep it I, here. I love it. We got our own little uh, ESPN LA event, too, a VIP event for the Lombardi Trophy. It's coming up May 12th, Hollywood Park Casino. Uh, the only way that you can get into that is you got to listen. you got to listen to 710. Uh, it'll be a more ex- intimate experience, a little food, a little drinks, a little Ram souvenir. And, awesome. of course, you've got the uh, the Lombardi Trophy right there to take a picture with. And uh, you don't have to go all the way to San Diego to see it. Or you could go to Pomona. You could go to Riverside. You could go to Thousand Oaks. You could go to Santa Barbara. You could go to Newport Beach. It's going to be all over the place. So go to the Ram. You can uh, If you don't have the Rams app on your phone, put it on your phone. All the dates are there. You can go to the Rams.com as well. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Uh, the president of the handsome man community here in Los Angeles is going to join us to talk a little Dodgers. Clinton Yates, and it is, uh, it's a pretty big day. It's Jackie Robinson Day, Slee. All that's coming up. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Taylor, going to need you to do me a favor and make sure that that uh, rejoin is gone. Just make that, love that, to it. <laughs> that's I, I don't my know least why this is so one. tough to I don't understand. Like it. I don't like it. it we it, need to bring it, back Andy's Travis's voice's sex one. That's fine. That that one I'm 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 a little more uh, I'm a little more okay with. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Uh, Clinton Yates is on the road, but he's joining us right now. Morning, Yates. How you feeling? I'm good. We call it on a we call it on assignment in this business, as you know, because I'm doing very serious things, like currently staring at a bronze bat of Cal Ripken Jr. that is randomly on the street in downtown Louisville. So yeah, <laughs> perfect. Why? Oh, are you at the? Are, you're not at the factory, are you? I'm going to the factory later this evening to have a discussion about Jackie Robinson Day with awesome. some various esteemed members of the Louisville panel. I was invited by our TV colleague Bill Flasky, who is a native of Louisville, right. and also for those who don't remember, Pee Wee Reese from yeah. Louisville played with Jackie Robinson. 
Yeah, so today, Jackie Robinson Day, obviously uh, the Dodgers will wear 42. Everybody in baseball is going to wear 42. And a little bit of a twist this year, and, and I really do like it. I saw some mock-ups of it. I saw the Yankee one in particular. But the 42s that they're going to wear are Dodger blue which I think is a really nice little touch to add to because we've been doing Jackie Robinson Day for a while, and it's always a fun day. But uh, that little twist on the Dodger blue I think is pretty sweet. I think it's a cool look. And in general, I think what MLB tries to do regarding Jackie Robinson is in good faith, reasonably excuse me it's also very well celebrated but as you know travis as a guy that's been a lifelong baseball fan i didn't play at college in college like you did but i played decently in high school and the jackie robinson day thing is a little weird outside of la it's different than it is inside of la where jack was obviously a tremendous athlete not only for the dodgers but at ucla as a bruin as well why is it so different other places I, i have only experienced it here what am i missing out on I think the reason is because what Jackie Robinson Day celebrates most largely, Travis, is integration of the game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of on a smart guy level, let's be real about what that looks like in 2022. You know what I mean? Like, Trav, you played in college. How many brothers did you play with, if I may ask? And I'm not putting you on a spot. Yeah, no, um, I had uh, in my four years playing there, I probably had, I want to say maybe six black teammates. Sure. Okay. So a couple, a handful. Did you have any black coaches? Uh, No. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so we think about those kinds of things in terms of as a person who covers the game, never mind loves the game. I think about all the guys that were big time pros and not even big time, just regular Joes. You know, when I was a kid who I loved, the Sean Dunstans, the Gary Sheffields, the Charles Johnsons of the world who just are not in baseball. And you think about that now when it's kind of like, okay, Jackie's great. Tremendous trailblazer who obviously did a lot for the country at a time when I'm not going to say we needed it, but it happened. And now we're still looking at marginal levels of us in the game from an instruction and developmental you know, level on down, never mind players. It's, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's really an interesting day. It, it's funny you bring it. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this before. One of my teammates at Santa Barbara, that just you made me think of him right now, is the assistant general manager of the Dodgers right now, Damon Jones. He, he, nice. Yeah. Do you, do you know Damon by chance? I don't know Damon, but I will refer people to an L.A. Times story today in which Doc talks about this exact thing. He says, listen, the player thing is one thing. The managerial and executive thing is another. And it's not just a matter of opportunity. It's one of those that, Trav, we can get real deep into the baseball chalk talk here. From a scouting standpoint, I think about all the time. You see a brother who's pretty quick and has got a pretty good arm. They're like, oh, stick him in the outfield. It's like, <laughs> wait a second. That guy can actually play third base or play first base. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? And so there's so many different parts of this where I think about, like, the legacy of Jackie. And in Los Angeles, I think about the UCLA Bruins. Their field is named after him. They play Stanford later today. They got their nice commemorative unis going. In Los Angeles, it's one thing. Everywhere else, that effect of Jackie, not necessarily the same thing when we're talking about actual diamonds in actual places. Clint, you confident things will change down the road? Because the way you're describing it, and I read the article, and Dave Roberts talks about it as well, whether it's players on the field or it's management, general managers, owners. Um, you confident things, you know, days like today helps change things or put them in the right direction? Or, or do you feel, you know what, talk is cheap, we'll see what happens down the road? Actually, I know how you live, so I'm about as confident in this right now as I was about the Lakers going to the playoffs at the beginning of the season. That's a joke. But, no, um, (laughs) I think for me it's a matter of diligence, not a matter of confidence. It's like, hey, more playing opportunities means more people can possibly move to the top. It's not just about plucking the best people and making sure that every superstar knows how to see the star, you know, how to see the spotlight. It's about those mediocre guys 
that get chances the same place everybody else gets chances in different places, possibly being around. And when they maybe wash out or they don't get to the top flight, they can educate others because they've excelled to a certain point. That's kind of what I'm here for. I'm a little bit of a single issue voter on this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a big deal to me. And so Jackie Robinson Day, it means one thing, but there's so much more to be said. Never mind. Done. At the at the risk of going away from the single issue for a second here, Yates, it's it's funny. <laughs> I, I I was watching the game last night, and yeah. Fr- Fr- Freddie Freeman comes up the first couple at bats, and I'm, I'm, there was something like just kind of I'm watching it, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Then it comes up uh, late after the, the Reds tied the game. It comes up in the eighth inning, and he hits that double to to left center field, and it kind of yeah. kind of it kind of landed heavy on me at that point. How is he here? Yeah, you know, like th- th- this is a guy that every time he would come up to bat for the Atlanta Braves for however long he's been in Atlanta, I'm like, this dude really. I, I, I every time he comes up, you think he's going to get a hit, and he did, and he won an MVP, and he won a World Series, and I, I keep coming back to this: how in the world did the Braves not make him an offer that would keep him there? And how in the world has he wound up here in L.A.? Because he's just that guy that every time he gets in the box, you expect him to do something, and he really frequently does. Not only that, Trav, they drafted him. It's not like he was just some fly-by-night guy. He's the whole reason anybody cared about the Braves for the better part of a decade. I covered that World Series. Let me tell you something. It was cold and rainy the entire time in Atlanta, and every single person had a Freddie Freeman jersey on. It's unbelievable how this happened. I used to say this all the time, and I'm a little over it now, but when I was you know, in D.C., I'm a Nats fan to some degree, team of my youth. I used to always say, Freddie Freeman is my secret boyfriend because I love this guy. But he kills the Nats. He kills everybody. He kills everybody. (laughs) And so for him to go to the Dodgers, I was like, oh, please, God, let Atlanta screw this up. And that's what they did. If you're you're telling me that Matt Olsen is the same player, sure. That's one thing. He's not the same guy as it relates to Atlanta. And I think the Dodgers, I mean, got away with one on a level that I'm not sure that I've seen a major league team get away with in a long time. Clint, if you try to find, I mean, look, it's going to be a 162-game grind. Obviously, the Dodgers will be, they're the favorites, but they'll continue to be the favorites as the season progresses. If you try to find a weakness, what what would you say? If there's Is there a glaring hole or even a, um, even something that, that you can look at from it could be the arms, the bats, whatever the case is, and you say, well, this is where the Dodgers are a little vulnerable. 100% the arms, but I don't think that it's a problem that is unique to the Dodgers. We talked about all of the stuff that happened in spring training regarding guys warming up. Trav, you know about this. Can you get into your programs? Can you get into yep. your routines in the same way that make you who you are? So when you idiots come telling me that Kershaw should be throwing a 1,000 pitches, understand something. There's a whole thing happening there that started two months ago, and it had to do with the lockout, which was that guys couldn't work out with their major league teams, and if you're coming off of injury, you should not be throwing more than you can because that will screw you up for life. I don't care about perfect games. I understand that you probably could have kept him in, but I totally understood Doc's decision in that regard, and Slee, the reason I bring that up is because I think that is going to be an issue. What are you going to do to manage your arms early in the season until guys get into their routine? That's not an easy thing to figure out, and it's a unique situation from a timing standpoint, so that's my main worry if that is a worry you know but that's a worry for every team at that point all right before you go do your uh your louisville slugger tour i got a quick one for you um <laughs> dude they this... got cages in the basement and i'm gonna take some cuts what are you drinking sure. out there i just dude. it sounds like there's just the best liquor out there <laughs> 
What's well, Kentucky? There's, I'm, I'm, I'm staying on Bourbon Row, and Damn like right people you keep are. trying to. People keep trying to get me to take bourbon shots, but I'm not a brown liquor guy, so I'm kind of staying away from that. But we'll see how things flow this evening with the festivities. You have to take shots. Just take your time. Take your time. Sip it. If you walk out of that factory without a bat with your name on it, you have failed. Let me tell you something. I'm going to have bats for the station when I walk out of that factory. Do you know who (laughs) I am? I I just look. This is one of these things. I was willing to risk offending you, Yates, uh, just to make sure that it got done correctly. Let me make sure. Let me make something very clear. Sleeper will not be getting a bat. <laughs> Travis Rogers will be getting a bat. R O D G E R S. And unlike your gavel, why you hate, noted. Why, hey, why, why aren't I getting a bat here? Give me a bat over there. Last, the, because the next time I see you at a baseball game will be the first time. <laughs> I make my I'd make my two games a year. I, I get two games in. All right, fine. Just Eastern, bring back some bourbon. Eastern, bring back yeah, some bourbon. Eastern, yeah. Easter and Christmas, I got it. All right. You can get the bourbon. Yes. Rogers will get the bat. There yes. you go. Uh, very quickly, um, Sean McVay, have anything to say about Jackie Robinson Day? <laughs> you know, that's actually really, really funny because I thought about that. But, no, Sean's on vacation, obviously. You guys haven't seen his Instagram? I'm making that up. But, no, I can't be screaming right now because i got to save my voice for tonight, boys. That's deeply disappointing. But, uh, Coach McVay, uh, thank you. And, Yates, always good to talk with you. We'll, uh, you know, I look forward to getting my bat. that we don't do in this there locker room. We there put that above is. our trash can because that's where disappointment goes, in the trash. That's garbage, Travis. R O D G E R S and uh, I take a thirty four thirty ounce and uh, just uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it right there. Thanks, buddy. Thirty four thirty. Do we call that drop four in the business? I got you, buddy. <laughs> there you go, drop four for sure. Thanks, Yates. All right. Uh, speaking of, I want to I want to continue the conversation about. The about well, yes. There you go. Okay. We'll, we'll talk yep. bourbon. I know you're a neat guy. Maybe a little rocks, but uh, what other ways can we do it? And if we have time. How the hell is Freddie Freeman a Dodger? It just it landed like a ton of bricks on me last. I love it. I'm here for it. I can't wait to see what it looks like over the next few years. But how in the world did we get here? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And, Al, if you and I were in Louisville together, um, I think we'd have a pretty good time. I think we'd have a great time. (laughs) I think there's a couple of things that we'd really like to do. Do we do the distillery tour first, or do we go to the Louisville Slugger Factory first? We do the tour first. Which one? The the distillery tour first. Okay. Do that, and then, you know, feel good about. Exactly. Feel good about ourselves, and then straight from there, We'll go and uh, enjoy some history of baseball. The, well, I, I can't tell you. I've I, Every once in a while, I will buy myself something that I really deeply don't need, but it's something that I wanted for a really long time. Like, for instance, I have a glove. A, uh, it's a Rawlings glove that I always wanted as a player that I never had because I, I was never an outfielder. It's an outfielder's glove. And so I would always have infielder's glove or pitcher's glove. And I've always wanted this stupid Rawlings heart of the hide trapeze glove. Mm. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it my whole life. Never had a reason to have it. So I bought it for myself like 20 years ago. And I, I still use it when I play catch with my kids. I absolutely love it. But on that list is 
a Louisville slugger, a classic Louisville slugger with my name engraved in the barrel, I think I'm going to have to pull the trigger on that one of these. All right, days. Have you ever have you ever been or no? No, never. Okay, I, so I don't. I've never can, been. To can I give you something? How about you and your? How about you and your son? How cool of a trip would that be? Well, like, but see, here's the. It, it's a great. I could take. I could take the older boy, because he's. Oh, because he's 21. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Take, yeah, that's the way. I to could do take it. him, or we got to wait five years for the younger one to. Uh, to mature into where we can go drink a little bourbon along the way. That that may be at the top that of the sounds list like, something you I was going to say, that, but that sounds like a really, really cool trip. If you did that with your son, 21 years old, you can kind of get a little bit of both. He would love it. That's I think you've just painted yourself a little trip here in the summer. How many distilleries do you think you could get to in a day before it all kind of just turned into a whitewash? Before One, you uh, what, what, you, well, where you what happens going? to you if you go to um, – if you go to, I don't know, think of uh, an area with all the different wineries. You go up to Santa Barbara. You go up Napa. to uh, Napa. Perfect. How many do you hit up when you're up there? I, can I mean, you, do, are like you going to really day? go more than like three or no, four? I think three is the number, and that yeah. third one is always a little foggy. The, th- the third one is always the one you end up buying the most wine. Because by the time you've gotten there, it's like, eh, it's the last one. You'll have, instead of the little taster, yep. you're having full glasses. And it's like, well, that's pretty good. I'll take a case and of that And whatever the story they one. tell you, whatever yes. story they tell you, you're like, this is amazing. This, yeah. We want to support you. But wine, you can kind of string it out a little bit better than if you're drinking bourbon. Like, if the first one you hit is at noon, I don't know. By the time you get to three or four, you're probably done for the day. Yeah, if you went three distilleries, I think that's that's plenty. That's plenty on the bourbon front. Maybe, maybe it's a long weekend. Maybe we do one a day, and we do we stay there for three or four days. Maybe that's the way that you do it. So you could really, although that fourth day may be a little, little rough around the edge. How many bar fights would we get into? Uh, With the bats, zero. I think that you would definitely and I without the bats. Would definitely a, without a, the bats. A grand total of zero bar fights along the way. All right, did 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 that make sense? What I said to you a second ago about Freddie Freeman. I'm watching that he they you know. They're doing the opening day lineup thing where they all line up on the on the third base line and they're going yep. through the you know playing first base, batting second, Freddie Freeman, and he jogs out and he's got his friend. It's like hey, and everybody very excited to see him. And it's I knew he was on the Dodgers, saw him in spring training, saw him on the road trip, but seeing him in the Dodger home uniform, I'm like there's just something weird about this and can't quite put my finger on it. He goes up, gets a couple of hits last night, and he comes up in the eighth inning with the game tied, and he pops a double, and you knew he was going to. You yep. knew you knew he was going to get a hit, and it just kind of landed on me. Like, how in the world did the yeah. Braves let him leave? I don't, for the life of me, a player that good, a player that yeah. reliable, a player in the middle of his prime, how do you let a guy that Clinton said, drafted by the Braves, MVP, World Series champion, yeah, we're going to let him go for Matt Olson? Why? Okay, so let me, I, I think yesterday – you felt a certain way that I think a lot of Dodger fans felt as well. It's one thing to know that Freddie Freeman is a Dodger. Um, the Dodgers go out of the way. They sign him to a six-year contract. And then you get into spring training. It's like, hey, how cool is this? Freddie Freeman, he's rocking a Dodger uniform. And then the regular season starts. But you start off on the road. Yesterday was the first time that whether you're at the game 50,000-plus or you're sitting in your living room like you were and, and you're watching the you're watching Dodgers baseball, it was the first time that Dodger fans can give their appreciation towards really what who's been one of the best players uh, in baseball for a handful of years. And the best way that I could describe it is when the fans are giving him a standing O, when he's getting the Freddie, Freddie, when when you kind of add that to the mix 
of course it's going to be different, right? Like you're going to feel it a different way than you have so far. The the fact the part about the Atlanta Braves, I can't explain that one to you because yeah, it's because so I weird. think part of the Dodger reaction to Freeman is a respect for a player that you've watched his entire career and say, damn, that dude is just a freaking baller. You mentioned something in the postseason yet uh, last year. Remember you were talking about how Freddie, I think, had, what, he had seven, eight at-bats, and he struck out in I don't know how many of them. I think it was six times in a row, actually. And every time he struck out, you would say, okay, now I'm even more concerned. (laughs) Now I'm even more concerned. I think think people, you know, obviously respect his game now that he's a Dodger. I'm I'm sure yesterday it really kind of sunk in. Because you got you, you had a chance to see him do it at Dodger Stadium. I am thrilled that he's here. But th- this would be like the Yankees deciding to walk away from Derek Jeter and go with a younger guy for the same amount of money. It, it just it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I get that he is not quite Derek Jeter, but he's he's their Derek Jeter. Came up through the organization, high draft pick, won a World Series, was an MVP, was the face of the team, and they're like, nah, we're good. It just it, it defies. A, I'm thrilled he's here. And he, here's part of it too. Remember when Mookie came over a couple of years ago? Yeah. And, and you kind of intellectually know that Mookie Bay, he's an MVP, he's a really good player. You saw him against the Dodgers in the World Series. You knew Mookie was really, really good. But you didn't live in the world where you're watching Mookie come up against the Dodgers every single season. Go, oh, man, this guy again? Hmm. Really? Again? Freddie Freeman is the guy that you would see walk into that batter's box for the last five, six, seven years and be like, he's going to hit a double. He's gonna get a he's gonna hit a home run and and he would over and that that feeling is still there and it was last night and I think it's gonna be for the foreseeable future. That is an incredible gift that the Dodgers got. It's it, it they have to pay for it, but it's an incredible gift. The combination of somebody who's not just a baller, extremely likable. Yes, I was hearing him in the pregame. He was talking about the conversation came up about Kershaw, and he's like, hey, no surprise to me. I mean, I've been on the other side of that. That's the best left-handed pitcher of our generation. And he just kind of kept going on. There's nothing that comes out of this dude's mouth that you don't feel. He's just a constant pro. Now he's one of your own. I think that obviously takes it to another level. And the guy, what you saw yesterday, like you mentioned, eighth inning, game's tied at three apiece. Uh, Freeman comes up. He hits a double. You're going to see that a lot. You're going to see him in big-time situations be kind of either the spark or he's going to be the guy that drives in a couple of runs. Um yeah, it's, let's just say that they're, they, the fact that he ended up with the Dodgers um, is is pretty unbelievable that we're sitting here today and we're talking about Freeman in his first home game with the Dodgers doing what he did. I wonder if they've already carved out a locker for Juan Soto in a couple of years because that's uh, it's probably the next guy that they're going to go get. Ask Slee is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, you know how it goes. Do you want uh, Twitter Ask Slee or do you want phone Ask Slee to start? Let's uh, let's go to the phones. All right, let's start with Raul in Orange County. Raul becoming a regular here. Raul, hashtag Ask Slee. Hey, guys. All right, so my question is, which was the more half-baked idea, the Mason and Ireland Reddit page or the construction of this year's Lakers lineup? Hashtag Ask Slee. <laughs> Thank you, Raul. Well, okay, let, let me say this. When 
and I think I'm on an island on this. I genuinely didn't know the Reddit thing gets as bad as it does. Oh, boy. I don't know enough about Reddit to understand uh, what's going on in that world. The Lakers construction now. Now, that's a different one. You see, because tonight, Travis, will be another playing game that the Lakers will not be a part of. Right. That will be two playing games that uh, you could be 10, 11, 14 games below 500 and still make the playing tournament. Lakers just couldn't make the cut. Let me go with Lakers, who were 16 games below 500. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. the right choice. Yeah. I think that's the good answer. All right, let's go to Twitter right here. This is uh, from Disc. And Disc right. Hey, hey, hold on, guys. Can I get yes. can I get in here for a second? What's up, Berg? So can I just talk about that Reddit page for just a moment? Help sure. me understand it. Did you know this coming into it, that it's that uh, oh, Don't answer that. I, I'm guessing that you did know Reddit is a toxic wasteland. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff that goes down on Reddit. Um, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emily's talking about killing people on it. But so we are trying to. We can't. What we found out that you can't actually shut down a Reddit page. Once it exists, it exists forever. <laughs> Ever. It doesn't go anywhere. Ever. So somebody, please DM me or help me try and. Like make it private and we can't do anything. No, this no, is a here, bad why, spot. I, wait, man. I, here's I how thought, you do I it. Thought Mace, I, know how to do I thought it. Mace said he can. I thought Mace made it private. No, he did not. Well, he said he did, but that doesn't mean <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know what that's worth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean, he can say whatever he wants. Can't you change the name to Sedano and Cap right or something? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, change the name. That's a great idea. No, here's what you do. Just let it die of apathy. No. Just don't don't go there. Don't. Yeah, talk promise about we it. keep it'll, fueling it'll it. It'll disappear. No, no, no. The the problem with it is is that you stuff is being stressed. posted on. Oh, I'm I'm very stressed. I'm stressed out, man. But no, it's it's things are being posted now that just shouldn't be, and we have to continually delete because it's still under his under Mason's name. You see what I'm saying? So we have to try and. How can you start an account and not be able to delete the account? Reddit. Reddit. Once you make Reddit, a subreddit, man. once Reddit. you make it. Impossible. What the hell is going on? They will in that not world. do it. I've looked Look, it up. Good job, Mace. Just email customer service. <laughs> good job. Way to way to bring an, another layer to the uh, experience of the Mason. Do customer service show. at reddit.com. Just yeah, I'm sure give that them works. Call. Shoot them a call. R slash customer service. Jason uh, <laughs> and Ireland listeners, you guys, uh, you guys interested in how to get a bunch of fertilizer and put it in the back of your house? <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's not. It's not a great community. It's, no. it's probably not uh, the people that you're you're looking for. So can you uh, just if you know how to do anything on Reddit, please uh, DM me at Bergman Greg on Twitter <laughs> at Bergman Greg. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All you Travis Sliwa Sliwa loyal listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Berg. All right. Uh, I've, never, th- I've never heard Berg sound so stressed. Yeah, he sound he stressed. sounds like he's sweating <laughs> it a little bit. I'm not kidding. He sounded stressed right there. <laughs> you'll, you'll be all right, Greg. Just say, Appreciate I didn't do it. it. Here, here's, here's the good. Wasn't me. Right? Just take the Eddie Murphy. Wasn't me. Uh, disc. Is Slee the guy who says he doesn't want to go to Vegas only to be the guy that's out until 4 a.m. drinking three-foot-tall margaritas? <laughs> Why do I wish I was that guy? <laughs> I'm just not. If I say, first off, I'm not a Vegas guy, and also if I went to Vegas, I'm not there at 4 a.m. At this stage of my life, can I tell you, Trav, I don't even know the last time I went to Vegas. Was it a Laker? might have been like a Laker preseason game when they were doing this before COVID. But if I go now, can I do a really good show, and can I do a really nice dinner? And whenever the night ends, the night ends. But do I need to be walking down the strip at uh, – you know, <laughs> cigarette in one hand and two foot margarita in the other. All right. Now, if you want to go do it, I'm down. If you and I want to go do it, we'll just go from public pool to public pool. Like we'll we'll be in the wind. 
We'll be in the public pool, and then we leave with our drink and just start walking barefoot down the strip and go oh. to the next public pool. Yeah, no, Doug. We'll go start from win. We'll go from win to Excalibur. <laughs> I will meet you there along the way. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Glendale Francis hashtag asks Lee, what's up? Hey, party people. What's up, party people? Have a people? couple hashtag asks Lee's. If you and Lady Slee get on Always the kiss cam. Always late on it. Okay. Sorry. No, if you, you and Lady Slee get on the kiss cam, do you go in first, meet her halfway, or lean back and double tap your lips? <laughs> and the second one is, does Frank Vogel look like he just realized he's been in the wrong Uber for 10 minutes? Hashtag Ashley. <laughs> Thank you, Francis. What would your okay, kiss so, cam etiquette be? Well, first off, if that happens at a Laker game, I have the engineer to my left. I have Carlo to my right. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> who are you picking? Let's hope that it doesn't doesn't get doesn't happen at a Laker game. Um, no, if you go kiss cam, I, you just got to go in. You yeah. just got to go in. You got to own it. I, I'm not going to sit is back. It, I'm not going to tell her, hey, you come halfway. I come halfway. You just freaking got to go in. Is it kind of unromantic, just a little peck, or are you leaning in and laying one on there? Making some love on the kiss cam. No. Well, we just like a pretty just, Are you going to put your hand on the back of her head? <laughs> this is what we're talking about. I'm not going to make out with her like <laughs> we're 17 at a movie, okay? I never quite understood that. I wanted to watch the movie. You know, like, if we're if we're going to the movies, I'm like, yes. I, look, this is Star Wars. I don't know what you're, what, why you're here, but I'm here to see Jabba the Hutt. What the leave, hell are you trying to leave, do? Leave, Sit back leave, on your seat. Leave me alone. I, I spent money on these milk duds. I don't, I don't want to share them with why you. Why are you putting this? the handle up? No, no, put the, the we got arm stuff to now. do. All right, this is this is pretty good. This is stick with me. It's a little long, but it's funny. This is from Sleaze Murphy Bed. Who is more wrongfully demonized? Okay. The villain from Ratatouille, who just didn't want a rat cooking meals in his kitchen, or Captain Hook, who is trying to kill Peter Pan for slicing off his hand and stop Peter Pan, who abducts children for his There's entertainment. There's a lot right there. <laughs> There's a lot right there. Um all right, so I got to pick between the two here. I don't know, Captain Hook. See, I would have gone with the Ratatouille villain. Look, there's a rat in the kitchen that he wants the rat out of the kitchen. Does not seem like a big ask. It's that Hook. Big... Sorry, it's, it's Hook because he chose of all things to have as an appendage to your arm to have a hook. That makes you a vis- villain. You could have had so many other things on. Yeah, the but end Peter of your Pan hand. cut his hand off. But no, it's it's Hook's the definite villain. He hates kids. No, I'm going to go with Pan's Hook. the one that snatched the kids out of the I'm, bedroom. I'm going to go with Hook. Just try and catch the kids, too. And I'm going to go with Hook like, only not. because Emily's argument I thought was better than yours. The question wasn't who is a villain. It's who is more wrongfully villainized. Even more now, Emily. Uh-huh. I'm, what would you sold. like to have? Uh, one of those grabber things that you get at the toy store? Yes, the anything little, else. Yes. yes. How are you supposed to carry something? The man needs to live. Captain Hook has to hold on that thing. can't carry anything on a hook. Yes. What, what what do you think a hook is a used bucket? for? It's used to pick at things. Like yeah, no, it's all used you can to carry, carry is bucket. What do you think's on the end of a crane? It's a prosthetic before a prosthetic. Right. Not building a home. Right, but it, a hook carries things. It's literally its only purpose. But also a hook it's can to catch the fish and, and carry it out, out of the water. And it can tear things apart. You know, I have more hook, time to think a... about it. More time going with Emily. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's another one. Uh, James writes, you're at Dodger Stadium and the wave starts. Are you waving or not? Hashtag ask Lee. I'm not. I'm not the initial one. All right. So I need to know that everybody's in. Let it get around all the way through. 
and then I kind of start feeling the hype as well. If I'm kind of in the beginning and like, guys, let's do it, three, two, one, and I'm kind of the initial one, I'm probably not getting up. <laughs> but if you guys I, can get the proper momentum, and now all of a sudden I'm starting to look, it's like over at left field, everybody's going up, <laughs> center, everybody's going up, and I'm on the first baseline, and I'm just still looking as it's coming o- it's over my closer. way. The it's momentum is built. Let's freaking get up. <laughs> Maybe once, not I, I'm not, but I'm okay with the one timer. But once we, once it's gone around more than one time, but can I'm you need see you sit down and watch the game? But can, can you see how I need the momentum to build, right? <laughs> like if I'm a part of the initial wave, yes, I'm not getting up, guys. Like this is we're not doing it. And you've already tried four times, nobody's got up. Let's read the room. Here's another one from our pal Crypto Ray. Hashtag ask Slee when eating out with four or more people and you notice the waiter has his hands behind his back while listening to the group's order. Do you say to the waiter, you're going to write this down? Hashtag ask Slee. No, I don't. That's like that's a different type of respect there because I, I don't know if you've ever gone to a restaurant and you do. you got a few people ordering and somebody's saying, hey, I don't want this in my salad or I don't want this, this, that. And this guy is in there like, yep, uh-huh, got it. And then he's gone, and he comes back, and he nails the entire order. Yeah, but they don't nail the entire order. That's the problem. Oh, it's, no, no, it's, no. It's, it's wrong as often as it's right. <laughs> it, it's 50-50 at best. Okay, if they don't get the order, then now I, I, how am I supposed to determine if, if this is the 50 that's good or the 50 that's wrong? <laughs> no, it's, it's why it's what the, the, the reason For me I'm, to jump in <laughs> and tell him how to do his job and, <laughs> and then – and then they got to go to the kitchen and make my food. I'm not the one. I don't want to. There you go. And that's I don't exactly say right. anything there. One of Susan's great pet peeves, and she is one of the most patient people I've ever met in my entire life. But when we get a waiter that does not write it down, she instantly gets into that it's coming back wrong mode because mm-hmm. it comes back wrong about half the time. Because And it could be as simple as, as, hey, and I'd like the dressing on the side, right? And, the, the, okay, sounds good. Yep, dressing on the side. And then they walk away, and half the time the salad comes back fully dressed. And to your point, Slee, you can't say anything because now you're getting a loogie with your, with your dressing yeah. on the side. <laughs> so that's not that. You can't say anything. So it's one of these things you just kind of have to This is an Uber. If it was Uber, I'll run my mouth the whole time from Pasadena to work. <laughs> but this is an Uber. <laughs> They'd love it. One more on the phone. Let's go to Monrovia and Phil. Phil, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Phil? Hey, guys. First off, uh, about the waiter thing real quick. My second point, always be nice to people serving your food. I worked in kitchens and stadiums. Always be nice to them. So, I didn't catch a word of that, Slee. Did you? I caught every other word. Which, <laughs> to be honest with you, that Let might have been enough. Uh, about the villains, Ratatouille guy, Trav, you're wrong because possible he was actually trying to take the restaurant away from the main character in a legal way, so he was properly villainized. Look, I, I, but see, here's the thing: if if the reason we want to villainize him is because he was trying to steal Gusto from the rightful owner of the heir to the restaurant, that's one thing. But the fact that he was going crazy was because there was a rat in the kitchen. Yeah, well, I don't know if that restaurant please uh, ordering. I mean, hopefully they're writing everything down. Phil, here's what I need no, from you. Yeah, Phil, appreciate it. Thank I need you, you to charge yeah. the battery on your speaking spell and call back uh, another day. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what he was trying to say about the way to always be nice. He to was the just trying always. to harm restaurant workers, that guy in Ratatouille. So I am not a fan of the, the restaurant guy in Ratatouille. He Hook. didn't want rats in the kitchen. I know why you wouldn't understand the, the 
food safety issues. I understand that that's not your area of expertise. That's schmatz. But, yeah, exactly. I think that's why I feel pretty comfortable in my position. All right. Things are heating up at Harris Resort SoCal. Head to Funner, California this summer to dine at the country's largest Hell's Kitchen restaurant. Learn more at HarrahsSoCal.com. So playoffs start tomorrow, Slee. Yep. Your Lakers are out. My Lakers are out. Who you got? Who are you going to hit your wagon to for the, the longer or maybe the short I run? I got my teams. You do? Teams? I got a team Plural? in the East and the West. Oh, all right. I got to come up with an Eastern one then because I have one on the West. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.